Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 261. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off Road Andy. Did you have to look up the 261? Sounds like you stumbled. No, I was uh, going to jump into my next, my first story here. And I was just getting really excited, I guess. Yeah, but 261, sometimes you just forget, you know? Yeah, it's uh, pretty crazy. It's a cool number. It's a highway. It sounds like, a, right? You take it. The, it's a toll road. Right? Yeah, just past uh, Bakersfield. <laughs> take it all the way to Canada. I'm just kidding. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, uh, so make sure you check out our sports podcast after this as well. Uh, Andy, our opening story is gas prices. Uh, are, are you familiar with your gas? How it's going on? You know, I don't like to brag, but uh, I'm in a financial position where I've never cared that much about the price. You just you just go to the station, you fill it up. But have you uh, noticed it getting more expensive to fill up? Well, everyone's talking about it, so you, you have to notice. But but before, um, I'd say like in the fall when people were talking about it, I'm like, what? I don't really, really care. Like, I mean, I I live 10 miles from work, so uh, you, you real feel for people out there in the uh, the Inland Empire. But uh, for me, I don't, I don't fill up every two weeks. And it cost me 40 bucks, and now it costs me 45 bucks. Like, I don't know, okay, who cares? <laughs> Goddamn nerd! I care more about like poke bowls going up in price than I do. Yeah, all that's yeah, going so up. You know, a big batch of butter is like six bucks now at the grocery store. Yeah, might have been just because it's Gelson's, but uh, so the average price I'm seeing, or I'll put it to you this way: so yeah, usually I go to Costco, Andy. So I'm on the the lower mm-hmm. end of paying uh, still. So it's it's not it's remarkable, and I'm not in the heart of piece of shit LA, like LA as a whole, anyone who's ever like, Oh, I'm going to go visit Los Angeles. Cause I'm from not there. Don't ever do it. You don't know what you're, you're like. You're going into the, to hell. Like that's a heaping pile of shit. There's some cool things. There's not. It's such a, it's like going to Vegas. It's a waste of money. Can and you see the prices right in Kansas? You can watch it there. You can't be there. Do you need to be there? Yeah. How do you, how else do you get called? I don't know. You get to come on down when you're living in Kansas. You can't. Yeah, but so I got you. There's one thing. There's one thing good about yeah, LA. That's all that's we have. So before it was, yeah, forty five, fifty bucks to fill up my tank from at Costco. I was like, this is wonderful. Uh, now I'm paying around seventy bucks at Costco, the cheapest place. Yeah, I think what you'd be paying at a Shell station in middle of downtown. I would never do it. Yeah, I get very strategic dollars. about it. If I'm at, you know, anywhere from half a tank and lower, all if I'm near a Costco, I'll fill up. Because uh, there's always the, the time or two where you're not near a Costco and then it's an emergency. Then you're just getting ripped off, you know, out the butt. Gas is a sincere problem. I'm blaming the government, Andy. Who else do you blame? Can't blame Shell. Um, so the world well you, you gotta you start blame, small andy blame the goddamn dinosaurs they should have had more kids <laughs> yeah, <I guess laughs> that's true there would have been more but i think we have a bunch here but there's that little girl in switzerland or whatever is like you can't drill no and so we're like okay well we're gonna pay these countries that are shittier countries to drill at their place it'll be green here but uh we'll, we'll be heroes but we're still gonna get it from somewhere else uh 
I'm not I'm not up with that. I think that's silly. We would do a better job, a cleaner job drilling here and do it a lot less as well. I think it's all the same. It's I mean that's a, the problem is everyone's like talking about which countries do what. And it's like not just huge fucking mega corps that do it all. So Yeah, and corporations are just sheer evil for the most part. Like Bill Gates is probably like the worst person on the planet. I mean, there's that documentary about that uh, oil guy in the 1900s and he killed Paul Dano. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I want to see Dano as the Riddler, by the way. Yeah. So, yeah, gas is just it's upsetting. It's been on my mind. Um, I'm not even that mad about it because like my Jeep before was just a bigger tank. Like, luckily, I have a, a somewhat efficient SUV, but my Jeep was always you know, 90 bucks to fill up because it was a huge ass tank. And that was back then, like gas was probably like no more than four bucks. Like it's, it's hitting, I think as almost $6 in some areas of LA. Obviously I'm not paying yeah. that Costco. I'm seeing like four forty, something like that. But the national average is $4 and I think 10 cents right now. And that's the highest it's ever been since 2008. You know, what's crazy is, uh, like Elon Musk is likes to be out there. He's addicted to fame and everything. The news, I don't know why he isn't just going around the world right now and just like laughing at people and be like, fuck you guys should have bought me. You should have bought one. Of them. You should have bought one of my cars. This is what you get. Like, I'd I'm, like to buy one of his cars, but they're like 70 grand. I know, but I'm just surprised he isn't like gloating right now. Like he really should be. I'm sure he yeah. is, but people are just too dumb to realize he is. Yeah. Just <sighs> yeah, if I was Ford, I'd be like, I should have saved the, I don't know what was, what was there. What they had some Ford had some electric car that like no one bought. They have that really cool F-150 that's all electric. I think, yeah. like they I mean, broke I think they the all do now. But, but back when, like, electric cars started getting cool again, like, the la- that's, that's what's funny. Last time there was, like, all this terrible gas prices, all those companies were like, oh, yeah, we're going to make the Nissan Leaf. Yeah, it, it was, uh, it was exactly the Leaf, like, the ugliest car in the yeah. world. And it's like, well, the range is 43 miles, but you could charge. Yeah. But Ugh. gas got cheap again, and it was like, well, fuck that. We don't need it. Yeah. So now they'll go back to it. Yep. Well, one day, hopefully soon, gas prices will go back. It, no, it's not going to get better. I think this is this is it. That's how it's going to be. Well, Andy, that's yeah. not acceptable. Well, it, it's funny. I was thinking about, like, uh, you know, like, said like last fall when they first started talking about inflation. And it's like, inflation really is in, like, it was like gas prices cars and meat and i'm like damn like if you are like a vegan living in new york city you're like i don't give a shit about any of this yeah you don't even notice (laughs) so i said like i don't drive much but like what if you don't drive at all and don't even have a a car so it's like none of that affects you uh it's obnoxious now it's everything now it's everything yeah my goddamn pop tarts yeah oh they're getting you where it hurts I haven't looked at the pop cart pop tart charts lately. Yeah, the, the growth year over year growth. It's big Kellogg, Andy. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move off of inflation. Uh, Apple had a, a little sneaky uh, keynote today, and uh, these ones that pop up in the beginning of the year, I never care about because it's usually just focusing on their computers. And so is uh, this like why sh- they announced that baseball thing? Yeah, this is, it came out today okay. at that. Um, so also, I think I touched on this probably last time they had a keynote. I'm growing up, Andy. I didn't watch it. I used to like clear my schedule to to watch it on the you know streaming while I was working. I don't care anymore, especially these. Um, but we'll recap what what came out for the most part. So 
what looks like a Mac Mini. It's called Mac Studio came out. It's a small little Apple TV looking device, but it's an ultra computer. Uh, it's twelve hundred bucks. Oh no, two thousand dollars rather. Uh, it's like a Luke cylinder. Remember the little cylinder? Exactly like that. Yeah. So a uh, new supercomputer called Mac Studio. A new studio display, 27-inch 5K retina display, Damn. and a 12-megapixel pixel ultra-wide camera. Uh, and that thing is $1,600, Andy. Yeah. And then a new iPhone SE. This thing uh, is a 5G-capable. Again, it's for, you know, your starter, like for kids. It's a like, starts at like 430 bucks. Uh not all screen, by the way. It still looks like their traditional iPhone with the touch uh, ID. And then iPhone 13 is now uh, in like four screen. So okay. pretty exciting stuff. <laughs> I think last year's uh, iPhone 12 is like you could buy it in violet. Yeah, that was like a big thing. That was huge. <laughs> I think they had like, did they put like prints in their commercial or something? Like, yeah. Yeah, I think so. They must have. So yeah, there you go. Um, I'm still monitoring rumors for the september keynote because i do anticipate to upgrade my apple watch 4 to an apple watch 8 and uh andy there's talk of and obviously this is all hearsay at this point but they are working on sensors that can tell you if you're getting too much sun Mm, yeah that's important i i desperately need that uh but no that's like a couple away right now the ones i'm reading are It'll actually be able to tell you the temperature in a, the room you're in and uh, or t- uh, check your body temperature to tell you if you you know maybe have a fever or something. And then it goes straight to Apple's. Data yeah, people. then they, you know, no, Apple, yeah. Apple's actually good on that shit, right? They actually they're the ones who are like, we don't take your data. Yeah. And fuck Zuckerberg. So, yep, exactly. So, yeah, there you go. Yeah, you can find all that stuff on Apple's website if uh, any of that interested you. They should add uh, Ted Lasso as like a personal trainer on your Apple Watch or something. They might. I mean, they have the fitness app thing, but I have Peloton, so I don't need that. That's that's all Apple does is they make little devices and then they make Ted Lasso. That's it. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. All right, Andy, tell us about Michael B. Jordan coming together with Will Smith. Yeah, that's a it's a cool partnership. Uh, Really fun actors, but they're uh, Making a sequel to one of Will Smith's old movies, uh, I Am Legend, which uh, a bit of, surpri- of a surprise, but then I'm like, yeah, that make that makes sense. There could be a sequel to that, uh, but I, I think there were two endings to the movie, so I don't know which is the real ending. I thought uh, he blew himself yes. up to save the girl, and maybe she had a kid with her in that glass yeah. room, and they find like, and a he gave them sanctuary. like his blood. Yes. Am I rem- remembering that right? I haven't that seen the movie right, in years. But then there was an alternate ending where he doesn't where he, die. And, he and the just, dog didn't die. He realizes that he is like basically a superhero in this world and he can kill all the vampires or whatever or zombies. And then he becomes um, uh, Hutch or Hancock. <laughs> okay, sure. And it's like I, that must be what they're going with because that's actually the book uh, that this is based on ends that way. Uh, that's why it's called I Am Legend is because the guy at the end realizes I am a legend. I am the most powerful being or something. So Yeah, but I mean, so was Babe Ruth. <laughs> sure. So, uh, you know, to see what that is. I mean, that I haven't seen that movie in forever. I remember it's a good movie. I mean, who wouldn't want to hit golf balls off of a jet wing? 
yeah, it's a really it was a really cool idea, and I think the technology's improved. Where that empty city is probably a lot easier to do now. You get to crush on a uh, mannequin. Yeah, but uh, no, Michael B. Jordan's good. So, so is he going to be his son? I don't know. It wouldn't make sense in the time frame because that movie is like fifteen years old. Yeah, Michael B. So Jordan can play, you know, fourteen-year-old, twenty-six. I don't think so. He was like five years old at the time, or something. I don't know, uh, but I'm sure there'll be more about this. I, I, I don't know, <laughs> but it, it's a cool, it's a cool world uh, at least. Where there's they're vampire zombies. They were zombies. But they're more like zombies than vampires, but they also couldn't go in the sun. So it was cool. Yeah. Um, I'm already one of those. So yeah. Uh yeah, I'm excited for this. I I liked that property, and I think it'll be. Hopefully, it'll be good. I worry it'll be like straight to Amazon or something, though. Well, Will Smith sequels uh, usually turn out well as long as they have uh, John Sally in them. <laughs> or, yeah, that's true. Or Bill Burr. Yeah, okay. I don't think he's ever worked with him, but uh, he is directing. So. Yeah, so Bill Burr's Netflix series is over his animated show, uh, so he needs to uh, do something else. He's going to be making his directorial debut. He's writing and directing Old Dads. So uh, when I saw this, I was wondering, are they going to... Is this a spinoff of, like, with, like, Tim Allen and John Travolta and remember all those movies? It's like... Wild Hogs? Yeah, they're just dads doing stuff. It's like... Now they're like grandfathers, and Bill Burr is is, is a dad. So uh, Bobby Cannavale is also supposed to be in this. So uh, and it's about about dads. I don't know. They must get motorcycles, right? And it's funny. Uh, I don't know. I think they'd have to. <laughs> it doesn't sound. Amazing. You know, there's gonna be like a cell phone joke in there, or just a technology joke too. Oh yeah, definitely social media, TikTok. Yeah. He's gonna do a TikTok dance, obviously. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like hacky and dumb, but it's Bill Burr. Yeah, who doesn't like Bill Burr? So I think it'll be good. Uh, and it has this guy strange. that looks like Dave Chappelle, uh, Bokeem Yeah, Bokeem Woodbine. Woodbine. Yeah. Woodbine. From Fargo he looks like two. Dave Chappelle, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Like he can. He, has, uh, he doesn't shave his head, though. Um, he, had, he had the smallest role possible in Ghostbusters. The new Ghostbusters movie and the new one, okay. Yeah, that I, he had they had to have cut off like a whole subplot. Whoa, because he was like sixth in the credits, and it was like he has he's in one scene, and I'm like, oh, they must have had a whole subplot because he's he's like the sheriff of the town. Uh, but again, he's in one scene, and he, he does it. He does a joke where they're in jail. They're like, oh, I want my phone call, and he's like, yeah, who are you gonna call? And he's oh, like, boy. oh, he said it. He said the line. It was really good. And that was his only scene in the whole movie. So it's all in del- del- delivery and he was yeah. spot on. I don't I still haven't seen it. Okay. Well, that'll be fun and probably here what in the fall? Yeah, I don't know. That sounds like it's probably a cheap movie, right? Yeah, it's in production, it says already. I, I trust Bill Burke could turn around a a simple comedy premise pretty quickly. Yeah. All right, speaking of a simple comedy premise, so a remake of White Men Can't Jump? Yeah, so this actually had been announced before that they were going to be making this. I believe HBO Max original is is the 
idea here because they just have to just shit stuff out for these streaming yeah, that services. Sounds very believable. They just write random guys checks, uh, but they have uh, decided who the main character is. Please do not say Kevin Hart. Uh, no, this is the white guy. I assume the white man who can't jump. Uh, so the Woody Harrelson character. Uh, it's gonna be played by Jack Harlow, who is a uh, a rapper of some sort. I don't know his music because I'm uh, in my 30s. I just don't understand the young people anymore. Sometimes I feel like I'm Bill Burr yeah, and no idea part of the is. old dads, you know. But uh, I I've heard his name. I also remember he was at the NBA All Star Celebrity Game. I feel like and, you had said his name on that. Yes, and he played well, and there was highlights of him. It, so it seems like they're like, all right, that's our guy. Uh, according to the story, they brought him in for an audition, and this guy's never acted before. And they're like, yeah, it's good enough. <laughs> he could play. He could play ball. Which, uh, if you remember from the original movie, uh, it might be the weakest part is that it wasn't it wasn't Woody Harrelson that looked unnatural, but uh, Wesley Snipes. Uh, didn't wasn't all that believable as a basketball player in that movie. Yeah, if he was moving a blade around, I'd believe it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it, I think it's important to get someone who uh, looks natural playing basketball. But uh, So this guy can do it. But can he act? Also, why make this movie? Just watch the fucking original. I don't understand. Well, uh, are they going to do a whole Rosie Perez on Jeopardy scene? They better with, and they better have that song. Uh, can you come out and play? But I'm worried that they're going to have that host of Jeopardy that no one wanted. Yeah, it's gonna be like, well, it's just worse for everyone. Fuck, God. And how are they gonna sneak him on the lot? Like he's gonna have to make a half court shot. All yeah. the trash talking in the you know, two on two tournament. We just don't know. We just don't know. Maybe it's gonna be entirely. I have to be in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe LeBron will be in it. You know he'll be in it. He wants to be involved. I don't know. He'll be one of the guys just playing ball. Like, didn't they have some real athletes in uh, some of the scenes? They must have. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it wasn't John was Sally, but maybe it was someone of, you know, Tayshaun Prince's cousin or something. I mean, you'd think it's 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 Los Angeles, you know. Who was in it? Marcus Johnson was in it, and mm-hmm. Gary Payton. Okay, there you go. Yeah, I feel like Marcus Camby was in it. <laughs> he was too young. Marcus Camby would have been in high school. I mean, Marcus Johnson played at like UCLA and everything. Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, he still mm-hmm. does. Uh, UCLA commenting, I think, like radio. No, um, there you go. Yeah, you can watch the original on Hulu. So oh, okay. That's I cool. suggest you do that so that you can understand this movie is going to be pretty bad. Yeah, I compare. Still don't, I still don't know why. There's no there's no ideas. Uh, Blake Griffin is producing. Uh, OK, so Blake Griffin, that. along with <laughs> along with Ryan Khalil, who do know that Ryan Khalil and Blake Griffin are friends for some reason, but uh, Ryan Khalil's from from here. He's went to went to Servite, um, played in the NFL. Just weird. He's a white guy who played offensive line, so that's the kind of guy I want producing my uh, basketball movie. Yeah, <laughs> weird. All right. Well, I like this. Adam Sandler's making a basketball movie too. So, yeah, I'm fine. More basketball in movies so of course ben affleck like, started it yeah. all yeah because it was G- dead in the gene water hackman, for a while gene hackman probably led, led it in the 80s well i'm talking about like the resurgence yeah yeah it's important um all right uh tell us about god of war andy uh so this is interesting last week uh i talked about twisted metal remember that i uh, do a playstation game and it was like 
okay, it's coming to Peacock. Doesn't make any sense. There's no like brand, uh, I don't know, synergy there. Uh, but Sony just can do whatever they want because uh, they're not tied to any service. Uh, and now there's rumors of another one of their PlayStation games, God of War, uh, being developed for as a TV show for Amazon. So again, there's just no, uh, just whatever. They put them wherever they want to go. So if you're like, I'm a huge PlayStation fan, I can go watch the Uncharted movie in theaters and then I can watch Twisted Metal on Peacock and now I can watch God of War on Amazon and The Last of Us on HBO. Uh, it's a whole lot of places you have to watch all your favorite video games but uh i don't know god of war is a cool idea for video game i don't know if it's a cool idea for a tv show a little little weird uh little cartoonishly violent uh it's a guy who's silver he's a silver man who's also a god so fantastic four stuff silver surfer yeah but he but he was a human it's also Uh, a capri sun commercial (laughs) it's it's uh, it's weird. Like it could make like an, an animated show. I don't know what this is going to look like in, in a live action show, but uh, I think all these, like I said, they just got to make shit for streaming services. They're all desperate, especially things that people can look at and be familiar with. So someone's like, Oh, I, I like that game. I'll watch this TV show. It seems to be that all it takes now. So yeah, I built an audience, <laughs> I don't know. but I do like Greek mythology. So, I mean, that's the whole the whole story is he's like just like killing Hades and shit. He's always pissed at Zeus. And he's like, I'm going to fight you with the sword. And that's cool for a video game. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. <laughs> All right. Um, and speaking of you know, built in audiences, uh, Walking Dead, which somehow is still on. They're making a spinoff of that because yeah, haven't they so already done that. They've made like four spinoffs already. This is a new spinoff they just announced, but. Uh, I mean, I'm watching the final season right now. So it's the final season, part two of three. So it's like, what a weird fucking idea to do that. Uh, but the character of Negan, who was like the main bad guy in like season. John Ham's little brother. Uh, he, he's been part of the cast, but he, as of a couple episodes ago, uh, split off. And he's like, I'm going my own way, which is like obvious bait. Uh, now they announced, yes, he will be uh, starring in a spinoff show uh, called Isle of the Dead. So he must find his own island in Rulet or something. Uh, <laughs> Wouldn't that be safe? That's what they tried. They've tried to do that in multiple movies where it's like, oh, zombies, I'll go to my island and they can't swim. Uh, or like um, fucking the movie, the John Krasinski uh, well, they boys. jumped on a boat and somehow yeah. the tide dragged it to the island. Yeah. So it's like they had a, an island that was safe until the monster got there. And it's not a zombie, but it's a different type of monster. So uh, I don't know what it means. Just so it's the final season of Walking Dead. And they're like, shit, we're going to have no money. We got to just yeah, we have do whatever nothing we coming out. <laughs> yeah. Just make more spinoffs. Uh, so good for um, the actor. I'm blanking on his name. Uh but he's he took yeah, a character. It's a three namer for him. Yeah. Damn it! I'm gonna look it up. It's like James something or other. It's not James Earl Jones. That's the three names. Oh, it is Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yeah. Uh, that's a character that was supposed to be like the bad guy for two seasons, and one of the problems with that show is that arc took like 14 years, and it's like, all right, just fucking kill this guy already. Come on. Um, and then they didn't even kill him. They're like, we're keeping him alive. Uh. So this guy's like took a maybe two season 
role and now stretched it into like eight seasons of a paycheck. Wow. So uh, congratulations. <laughs> it's pretty yeah. cool. And he is good. He's having fun with it. So that's all you want. I just remember, I think like his first season there, like when I was still watching that show 40 years ago, and he's just like hitting the back of everyone's head with a baseball bat. It's like, yeah, out. like what the hell? What are we doing? Yeah, it was pretty violent. Maybe it was good to be killed because uh, Stephen Yoon was the, one of the guys who was killed, and now he's in real movies, and uh, he's in Jordan Peele's new movie. So, oh, well, there you go. Yeah, he escaped. Yeah. Otherwise, he'd be in some spinoff right now. Yeah, he'd be screwed. Mm-hmm. All right, Andy, let's talk about some trailers, uh, including Bubble. The Bubble, coming to Netflix on April 1st. It's uh, written and directed by Judd Apatow. He made this movie uh, during COVID. That's what The Bubble is referring to, and it is a movie about making a movie in a bubble because of COVID. So uh, it's a fake movie within a movie where they're filming like an action movie, a terrible action movie uh, with all these people in it. Oh, uh, Pedro Pascal, the hottest actor yeah, in Hollywood. A bunch of people. Uh, I thought the trailer was kind of bad. Um, I don't know. David Coveney, that's cool. I'm into that. But good cast, but I also it's, just wonder, I mean, what was the last thing Judd Apatow even did where it wasn't just like, oh, yeah, his name is on it. Well, I mean, he directed the uh, Pete Davidson movie. Yeah, so that he, thing sucked. I thought it was good. But no, didn't. his last two movies have been like, I'm going to find a comedian, have them write the movie, and then I'll direct it. Uh, he did a train wreck as well. But yeah, I mean, uh, before that, he hasn't done he hasn't done a whole lot. And, and I'd like him to go back. I don't know if he has a relationship with those guys anymore. It's like they all left him behind. Um, yeah, he's still got his family in the movie. Yeah. But like uh, he hasn't worked with Seth Rogen in 12 years. 13 years. Seems insane. Yeah, that's interesting to think about. I didn't know that. Just get back together. Just how about make a movie with Adam McKay and Will Ferrell and Judd Apatow and Seth Rogen all get back together. And it's wonderful. Maybe Anchorman 3. Just do it. I thought that already happened. <laughs> they did Anchorman 2. Oh. Yeah, uh, this sounds dumb. It's on Netflix? Yeah. And it's it looks like a Netflix movie. It looks cheap as hell. But it's like, that's the joke, I guess. Because it's a bad movie that they were making. Uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait to see what people are saying about it. But uh, it looks... Well, stupid. it's going to be bad. But because it's free, so to speak, people will watch it and then they'll be like, this is the greatest movie we've ever released. This is so many viewers. They won't say. And it's like, everyone's watching it. Why aren't you? It's possible to make a good movie. I'm like, you haven't watched this yet. Would you like to now? We'll we'll play it for you. Yeah. Oh, I should write that on something I, I watched on Netflix. What the fuck was that thing called? I don't know. But I'm gonna talk about it. Okay. Doesn't matter what it's called. Because it's one of those things where like you would log on to Netflix and like watch our new shit. Do it. Do it. Fucking do it. Everyone's doing it. It's in the top hundred. We promise. Uh, yeah. <laughs> April first. Coming to Netflix. Alright, so your second one, Bullet Train, which I have seen the album art or the uh movie artwork rather, and it looked it looked like something dumb to the BBC. It's just like a 
a lady next to a train seat on the image. So I saw that. I was like, well, that looks dumb. I, f- I figured it was like the top gear, but of like airplanes <laughs> or something. No, that's, I didn't that's a, see the title of it. It's a very weird uh, poster here. Um, I also didn't notice there's blood on the seat. Yeah, it is uh, a, a play on words a bullet train. Uh, it was about Brad Pitt as a hitman who has to kill someone on a train uh, in Japan where they have bullet trains. But there will be bullets, I'm sure, fired uh, because it's a it's an action movie. It's uh, directed by David Leach, who uh, worked on the John Wick franchise, Deadpool, Deadpool 2, Fast and Furious, Hobbs and Shaw. You're uh, burying the lead here. You got Michael Shannon in this. Well, I'm talking about the director first, but yeah, it's, it's, important. A, it's a big cast of... People, including uh, Brad Brad Pitt starring in it. But yeah, I saw Michael Shannon in there. Um, it looks very stylish, and I'm sure the action will be really good. Even from the trailer, you could see like, oh, they, they're taking it seriously, the the fighting and everything, because that's kind of what uh, these people did. This is what David Leach was known for. He did, I mean, John, the first John Wick. Um, so just because a, a cool idea, cool colors. Does, it's is this neon. a real movie? It's a real movie, yeah. Okay. They, they made sure they're like only in theaters. Don't yeah. even fucking think about it because um, it again it's it's sony sony's the last independent not independent in that they're small but they're like we don't have a streaming service so yeah that well that's <laughs> still like a, a sense of pride you can have when you say that because before it was like yeah no doy like no you can watch this at your friend gary's house like no it's in the century theaters and nowhere else don't even think about going to blockbuster to get this yeah, but now it's not. like, oh, it's on Peacock also, and we'll put it out there a day early. <laughs> oh boy, yeah, you're gonna have a overwhelming success at the box office that way. Yeah, uh, but it looks cool. I mean, it's—I don't think it's all gonna be in Japan. I think the train, or I guess it, it should all be in Japan, but not all in Tokyo. But it looks like it's the train starting like there. flies. Well, it's a bullet train it goes out to the countryside or whatever. But uh, you get the neon lights and shit. It's still so. Japan. I know. My whatever. It's not. It's not. <laughs> Tokyo. Okay, here it says Tokyo to Morioka, which is a different city. So you got to go through the countryside of Japan. It's like 500 miles. They which, figured out trains. We don't even know how to have gas yeah. be inexpensive here, Andy. Now their trains uh, go a thousand miles an hour. I heard. Breaks the sound barrier. Yep. And yeah. uh, we had LA County reduce the speed limit on 140 miles of public uh, roads uh, this week. So To save gas? No, uh, because oh. homeless people are getting run over or something. I don't think the get, the speed limit is going to help them. Exactly. If they're already speeding. <laughs> Ugh. So I'm saying do not ever visit L.A. It's a heaping if pile of shit. If this homeless man was only hit going 42, he would have still died horribly. Exactly. <laughs> it would have been fine. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, I might actually watch this trailer then. Yeah, it's coming um, out uh, July 15th. It's a real summer movie. So. What's fun is when I, I wrote it on my notes here, Apple connect, uh, corrected it to Bulletin Train. I don't think it's that. Sorry. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to get into what we've been watching. But before we do that, that portion of the pod is brought to you by our good friends at thecliplessleash.com. Head over to thecliplessleash.com and pick up the dog leash you didn't know you needed. This thing works with your dog's current collar or harness, so no need to switch them out. And plug in promo code Tony. That is T O N Y at checkout, and they're going to give you 65% off the dog leash. 
you've been waiting for. So head to thecliplessleash.com and plug in promo code TONY. Do it right after this. All right, Andy, um, how many things do you have? So I've got five, but it's really two. Two that really matter. So you watch like three Star Wars or something? No, no, no. We'll, we'll get to it. We'll explain. All right, I have two, um, so lead them off. I'm going to talk about this Netflix thing I, I just wrote back on my list. Uh, I didn't even finish it. Um, they added some like true crime thing, bullshit that I don't care about. Uh, but it was like the worst roommates in the world or something like this. Uh, the reason I watched it, because I heard that one of the stories took place in Orange County. Really? Uh, not only did it take place in Orange County, it took place in the city of Orange, my hometown. Whoa. Not only did it take place in my hometown, the city of Orange, it took place within a mile of my home. What? Uh, it's this like your happened, parents' home? Yes, this happened <laughs> uh, between Collins and Walnut, uh, right next to the 50. You know, between Tustin and the 55 is kind of a no-go zone for us. It's kind yeah. of not a great neighborhood. Uh, but right there between Collins and Walnut. So within a mile of where we grew up, uh, there was a story of uh, this young woman had this crazy older Asian man roommate who uh, just ended up killing her. Oh, he wow. kind of got addicted to, to her and she was like, all right, you're just my roommate. I need you to, you know, I need to pay rent. So you're living in this place. And then eventually he got obsessed and uh, murdered her. And when when was that? Uh, like 10 years ago, 2013. So she was going to Cal State Fullerton at the time. I was going to Cal State Fullerton at the same time. So, uh, could have crossed paths with this weird Asian guy, but uh, he ended up burying her out in the canyons out there somewhere. And Whoa. Then, uh, but yeah, when they, the police were first interviewing him, they're like, so where were you? And he's like, oh, just uh, driving down Tustin. Just, you know, like, where'd you go? He's like, just driving down the street. And it's like, ah, Tustin Avenue. I, yeah, he's right there. I knew exactly. <laughs> Probably went by the mall. Uh, maybe maybe got a Krispy Kreme donut because that <laughs> probably would have been around back then. Uh, but the show is stupid. It's just, just true crime trash. Uh, but mm. I was interested to see. You got some shots of she played softball. You got some sick drone footage of Hart Park. Oh, and like she didn't show up for a softball game and people were concerned. And I was like, oh, yeah, pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but that, that was just kind of neat. It's like, except for the fact that an innocent woman was murdered. Yeah, that, that wasn't. <laughs> But, you know, you see your hometown. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Pretty good. All right. Uh, do you want me to take my next one, which is my first real full one? Sure. Uh, I watched a movie called The French Dispatch on HBO Max. You did it. Did you finish um, it? Did you like it? I did finish it. I will say it is a brilliant movie. Super creative. Uh, just great achievement and everything. Uh, but ultimately, you're right. <laughs> This is, uh, it doesn't work. It is so, it's too weird. Yeah. Um, it's like, it's such a cool idea of like, we're going to recreate a magazine, but in movie form. And they did it. They did it. Except it's weird. Uh, especially because they add like a framing device to every story. So it's like, not only are we in the offices of the newspaper or the magazine, and like you see the writers, but then when they tell their story, it's cuts to them like telling their story in a later date. So like Tilda Swinton was like host, hosting a conference or something, telling the story of mm-hmm. the story she wrote in the thing. And it's, it's really hard to follow. It's uh, very, you need cliff notes and there's, there's so much going on. Uh, Cause it's, it's, it's beautiful. Like everything is like 
everything is planned out. Every little shot, there's something there. But well, that's you, his style. He's how do you follow intricate. the story? Yeah, how do you follow the story? And it's like you're not supposed to, or something. I I, I don't know. And the, the stories themselves weren't all that interesting. And I'd say they're probably too long because they're hard to follow and not that mm-hmm. interesting. They shouldn't be 25 minutes long. They should be like 10 minutes long. Yeah. Uh, and I think it would have been cooler. Uh, my favorite my favorite thing was the Owen Wilson, which was a five minute scene or something. Or he's on that little scooter. Yeah, I think that that worked. Of he's just doing a little story, and then we get to the next one. Um, I will say, I don't. Did you ever finish it? No. Uh, I think the last one was the best one. So it was uh, Jeffrey Wright, and he is uh, going to write about a chef who works for the police department. But then the chief of police's son is kidnapped by Ed Norton, and uh, it ends up in this kind of crazy uh, a Wes Anderson version of an action scene. <laughs> <laughs> interesting uh once it turns to action it becomes a cartoon and it was very weird weird but it was good uh i liked that um but again it was a very weird framing of like well it's jeffrey wright on a talk show talking to leave schreiber and they're drinking scotch and smoking cigars and he's i got to that part i got to that part. yeah he's recounting the story that he wrote in the magazine that came out decades before and it's just like i i cannot follow what the fuck is going on uh so i really hope he's already made his next movie i really hope it is a straightforward narrative because uh, you could do all the the weird stuff uh in moderation like please have yeah cool little scenes where this happens don't make it the whole movie and mm-hmm. make a story that you could follow there's, there's got to be a balance there and i also got sad that the I mean, the, the premise is Bill Murray's the editor and he dies. So the last scene is like an obituary. And I'm like, this is too real for me because it felt it felt like Wes Anderson is saying, like, let's eulogize uh, Bill Murray before he's gone. It's like, don't put that in our heads. Come on. Yeah. Don't even put it out of the atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Right. So we did it. At some I, point, I'll I, probably have to revisit it, but I'm not going to watch it all the way through. Yeah, it seems to me like a kaleidoscope where you're just supposed to kind of sit back and be like, ooh, ah, and then not even yeah. focus on it. It's like, all right, well, that was that. was that. Yeah, like there's a whole scene where it got split up where Jeffrey Wright's describing the food that he ate or something, and they're showing the food in color, and he's describing it, and it looks really cool, but then on the right side of the screen is like the rest of the action happening, and I, I can't watch both. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> so Ridiculous. Yeah. All right, should I do one, or you got one more? Yeah, go ahead. I watched on Hulu from 2021, Spencer. This is Princess Diana. Turns out that's her last name before she married. Oh, okay. And uh, it's following her during the Christmas holidays at a uh, royal estate in uh, Norfolk, Norfolk, England. And uh, she's struggling with... uh, her husband, her mental health, and the family and fame and all that kind of stuff. And uh, she's got kids and you know, so much stuff being asked of her. You have to wear this. You have to wear that. For this, you have to be here. You have to do that. Are you well? What's going on? Blah, blah, blah. And uh, yeah, it's, it's different. It's kind of artsy. It's got black swan vibes to it. Um, it's interesting. Again, I think... Also, because I'm going to London uh, later this year, I'm like, oh, yeah, let's let's jump in here. Let's 
I've never, I've kind of prided myself on not knowing a thing about the royal family because not my family, not my royal family. What do I care? Um, but it's like, I oh, might as well learn something or other. Turns out the the kid's dad is a dick. Like, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it's strange. It's bizarre. Um, there, I don't know. It's it's different, and um, I don't know much about you know Lady Diana. Um, I remember when she she was it was all over the news when she died, and I think I was I think it was ninety seven or so when that happened. So I wasn't you know, super young, but yeah, it's it's interesting. I think uh, Kristen Stewart did a, a good job of portraying her. She. I think looks a good bit like her in the movie. Um, it's fine. It's, it's not, you know, too long or anything like that. It's, it's two hours, but that also just means they did a good job of not being overly, you know, artsy or boring or anything like that. Um, yeah. And is, correct me if I'm wrong. Is this nominated Andy? She is. Okay. Uh, yeah. From, from what I could tell, it seems like it's kind of a divisive movie. Like, like you said, it's, different it's not straightforward so yeah and they even say right off the back because i think they don't want to get sued um it's a, a fable based on you know true events or something yeah like that. so it's not it's not a biopic it's no, just kind no, of because no. yeah. i mean some of the stuff it's like i don't think anyone would confirm if she actually did some <laughs> of this stuff or like how could she like no one would know if she did any of this stuff like i don't know Think of scenes like uh, in the movie Black Swan where it's like, whoa, mm-hmm. is she really doing that right now? Um, So, yeah, I mean, it's on Hulu. I don't know if it's anywhere else, but who doesn't have Hulu? Yeah, I think it's part of their deal. I think it's part of Neon, the indie distributor. So, Yep. So there you go. Mm-hmm. What else you got? You got two more? Uh... So I said three, but really one. So what do you got left? I just have the uh, uh, Lakers show. I watched it yesterday. All right. Well, uh, I will just say I watched. I did finish Dope Sick finally. Oh. uh, The ending is kind of anticlimactic, which seems to be the point. Yeah. Um, If stuff happened, this would be a big old movie. It's like like I wanted money talks. No one cares. Want more closure with some of the characters, especially the like the the sales, the kid. As I watched it with my parents, my mom kept calling him the kid, and I was like, "That guy's probably 30. Uh, but just kind of like, "Oh, his story's over. It doesn't matter." And you do see what happens, but it's like there's no, it's not like closure. And then uh, another weird thing was the show started with Michael Keaton testifying. Yeah, and I assume that's where the show was always headed. Was like that I was going to be the key moment. We find we found the guy who's going to testify and he's going to tell his story and it's going to be powerful. Never happens. I forgot about that actually. I wonder why that didn't yeah. get there. Uh, I mean, you must have done it, but it like wasn't the big moment. I just I thought it's going to be a big. Because I remember that the whole time I was like, oh, he's not going to die, or obvi- like he obviously yeah. gets you know clean again. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I forgot all about that. In fact, yeah. And then like twenty years later, he's supposed to still be working, which is like, wait, wait, wait. Michael Keaton's seventy. And so 20 years later, he'd be 90 and he's still he's got good genes, Andy. My grandmother worked till she was 91 or 90. All right. Yeah. I, I think being a doctor is a little different. I don't know. He wasn't really a doctor. He was becomes a counselor. Doesn't yeah, he? I guess he's more a counselor at the end. But 
Mm. It was just running Cap uh, Camp Anawanka. <laughs> okay. Is that what it was called? From Salute Your Shorts? Yeah. Okay. Was he doing that? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Well, the last thing I have is uh, Batman. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, not only did I watch the Batman, but I watched Batman uh, with Michael Keaton when he was not a doctor. Uh, but I bought oh. I bought the Tim Burton movies on 4K because like I should have these Just and freshen up on. Yeah, it'd be fun to watch. <laughs> See, yeah, it's a, a fun watch, and I'm glad I did to kind of compare how the aren't two those on HBO right now too. They are, but I wanted the the 4K uh, type oh, show off. Uh, yeah, it's good for the collection and everything because you never know they might get pulled off. Uh, but yeah, and I went on Sunday to watch the Batman at the uh, Dolby theater at amc so it's their high quality theater so i, I Primo. Did, did my research uh this movie was not shot in imax at all so you don't get any benefit from going to see it in an imax theater really uh but the dolby has the dolby atmos sound which is the every speaker does its own thing so you can get like a uh, real spatial sound uh and then it's better projectors so they had this whole thing at the beginning, like, look, just look how better we are. Um, and you could you could tell you could definitely tell with this movie. <laughs> so uh, I think it's really good. I think it's uh, the best way to describe this movie. It is David Fincher's Batman. Uh, he, he didn't make it, but it is uh, a dark detective story. So it's got a little bit of seven and a little bit of um, Zodiac. As well, so both Fincher movies and maybe a little uh, uh, Mindhunter, because uh, it it is trying to find out who the Riddler is, why he's doing what he's doing. He's uh, killing important people and leaving messages and clues. And uh, it's Batman in his second year as being Batman. So he uh, and it is a, it's just a different story. There's no there's no origin in this one, but you could tell it's different than uh, Christian Bale, where it's like. Uh, with that movie, which I love Batman Begins, but that movie is like he trains to be a ninja and that's how he kind of develops his ideology of I'm not killing people. I need to save. And that's why he has to leave their group. Remember? Yeah. Uh, so in this movie, Batman hasn't really developed his ideology. He's really like all about being as scary as intimidating as possible. Uh, and so he has to kind of grow as a as a vigilante. Uh, and I don't think he even calls himself Batman. So the Riddler calls him the Batman, and that's where the, the title comes from. Uh, but he calls himself Vengeance throughout the movie. Uh, so like people are like, what are you? He's like, I'm Vengeance. Interesting. Which is like kind of showing his mindset uh, for who he is. But uh, it is really long, but I think it's worth it because it is a long story of, okay, this person, we, now here's the clue. We got to solve this clue. Uh, it's a great representation of Gotham. Uh, I did see they used some of that technology from the Mandalorian with like the set of a green screen. You have the huge monitor room. Uh, so they're able to create really cool environments without having to like go out somewhere. So you can create this really ugly, dark looking city. Uh, and then the way this was shot was super cool in that uh, it's very, 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 very dark, which I think these cool projectors worked is there's really only like one light source and one color in every scene. So it's like, all right, 
you just see a red light in the background. And that's light. That's the only light source of the whole shot here. Or, um, and you see some of this in the trailer. This is a great scene where he's uh, only the, the, the guns shooting the, the muzzle flares is the only lighting in the entire scene. So he's walking down this corridor, beating people up. And uh, that was similar to a scene in dark Knight rises, but it's just like that stuff looks great on this uh, Dolby theater. I'm sure it looks great in a regular thing, but it's like, that's, uh, just really creative and I think does something different for the franchise. Um, so I, I think it was it holds up against any of the other movies. Uh, oh, but I think okay. the consensus is like, oh, well, I think, you know, the Nolan movies are still probably better. Uh, but I think I think it's just as good. Definitely uh, worth watching. Definitely different enough that we're not just doing the same thing over and over. Mm-hmm. So and. Uh, John Turturro, standout in this, I would say. He likes feet. Yeah, that's what I kept thinking about the whole time. But it's like, no, nah, he's, he's good. He's he's the the mob boss, Carmine Falcone. So, uh, you stole my story. <laughs> oh my God, I forgot about that one. <laughs> that was a movie everyone's forgotten about. Secret Window. Yeah. No. Yeah, I'd like to uh, to see this, but I don't know when it'll be. It's also very long. I did yeah. uh, see or hear a thing the other day. Um, they purposely shot fake scenes to uh, avoid any spoilers. Mm, yeah. Specifically, I think with uh, Barry Keoghan. Yeah, that's a weird situation. So don't give anything away. Andy. Yeah, I don't want to give anything away. That was uh, weird. And I think uh, I saw that they really debated whether the would be even in be in the movie or not. So, um, But I like that actor. He's very weird. Oh, he's good. <laughs> he got beat up at a outside a bar in yeah. Ireland or something recently. Yeah. All right. So is that all you had? Yes. All righty. I'll be quick. I mean, it was only one episode so far on HBO of Winning Time, the Lakers. Um, it's interesting. Um, I mean, obviously, Jerry Buss. This is all pretty much before our time, or you know, before we can really remember. And uh, obviously, you don't see the day to day stuff. Um, Listen to a podcast today, actually, with Jay Moore, who is, I believe, engaged to to Genie Bus, and he was saying the two of them watched it, and they absolutely couldn't believe, like it was a, uh, you know, he is Jerry Bus, is what they said. Yeah, and they were even impressed impressed with the girl playing Genie. Well, um, I'm pretty sure she was involved. I would believe it. Uh, he didn't mention that, but yeah. I mean. Yeah, you know, it was just briefly saying. Like, she didn't write it, but, like, you know. Yeah. The one thing I'm wondering, was Jerry West really that angry all the time? <laughs> I I read something that, yeah, that's that was real. Like, so I, I haven't seen this the show yet, but, yeah, people were talking about it and saying, like, yeah, he he's written books and said he was really uh, depressed. It's very interesting because, I mean, I don't know much about the guy other than, you know, that's his silhouette on the NBA logo, but interesting the other thing i just can't help but try to look up every time is like how tall is this guy really you know yeah and so far i mean some of these actors the guy playing magic johnson's so new like there's no info about him uh i think i did see six three so yeah not, he's not six foot nine but yeah so and I, I imagine that's going to be the case for most of these people yeah um it was more important to get them you know who looked like these guys versus you know like the guy playing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, come on, there's no way. 
Oh, yeah. Unless you get Green Village Bar. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it's interesting, I think, so far. Um, obviously, one episode, they're just kind of laying the groundwork of how he got the team. But I'll probably keep watching it. it. It really just, it's not one of those things where I'm like, oh, I have to watch it. It's its when I have time. I'll, I'll probably watch them like you know, 10, 20 minutes here and there on my lunch breaks kind of thing. I don't think it's that long. Let me see. 10 episodes, I think. Oh, okay, it's longer than I thought. I thought it was six or something. Let me check. Yeah, it is 10, 10. episodes. All right. Oh, Jonah Hill directed the next episode. Wow. That's weird. I don't peg Jonah Hill as a basketball fan. Like, I know he's from here, but. He's a baseball guy. <laughs> Is he? Well, he did Moneyball. Oh, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you can watch it there. Oh, Chick right, Hearn's uh, in it. That's... Who? It's Chick Hearn. Yeah, well, the guy and this guy, it's funny. I confused him with another actor. He is in Family Matters from nineteen like ninety four or something. Chick Hearn. He plays Chick Hearn. Okay. Oh, okay. Spencer I see Garrett. this guy. Yeah, I see. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I was gonna ask: Is Donald Sterling in this? Because because he was actually big in getting Jerry Buss the team, and it looks like he is. So. Yes. And, Gross. Uh, one thing I'm I'm wondering about: They do you know the movie's very aware of itself, kind of a thing, kind of like his other movies uh, or shows yeah. and movies. They say second worst uh, Don of the 80s. Okay. Who else? Don Drysdale. No, no, I know who they're talking about. Well, that's, I don't know, that's just not necessary to me. <laughs> Donald Sterling. What a, what a character. Yeah, he wouldn't buy the Clippers for a while. Yeah, like they were just, they were just friends. And then uh, Sterling got jealous. He's like, wait, this looks like fun. I'll buy a team too. <laughs> yeah. And then obviously uh, Joey Brooks, who uh, is, must be secretly just like his guy. He's in everything that. Uh, uh, why am I blanking on his name? What's his name, Eddie? Adam McKay. Adam McKay is involved in. Yeah, it's just Adam McKay guy. Little bits and pieces, but he's in. I think literally everything. He's the guy that you know is the banker at. I think J.P. Morgan Chase. And he's like, you guys don't have your ISDA, so get the hell out of here. Okay. All right, Andy. Anything else to add? No. Covered. All right. Well, you've been listening to episode 261 of the Tony Steak Podcast. I'm Sean, and join with me. We had off-road, Andy. Yes. We'll see you later. <laughs>